Hey, this is your host, Paul Espinosa Jr., and I'm here to remind you that if you have access to iTunes, we ask that you rate and review the show. That way, we'll be able to climb the charts and continue to deliver bigger and better guests so that we can continue the educated hustle journey. And now, let's start the show. Welcome to the Educated Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Latsvidere Jr. and my co-host, Emilio Porter. Emilio, what's going on, man? It's going good, man. It's going good. It's always great to be out here ramping through these episodes, tearing right through them. And as always, pleasure that we still can say, hey, it's a new episode. It's a new week. Get to hustling. <laughs> yes, sir. And for me, dog, it's the weather done changed up on me. I can finally walk outside without a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> that must be like the, the best feeling because in Florida, it's pretty much no jacket every day. But I will admit, you know, we, we're getting some little, we're getting a little chill. Not a lot of chill, just a little chill. So if you, when you wear your shorts outside, you get a little breeze, but you know, not, not cold enough to where you got to, you know, punk out to put the jeans on, but at the same time, respectable enough to where you're like, oh, Florida got a little something brewing, huh? <laughs> man, I feel man. Every time y'all Florida people be talking about cold weather, man, I just I just laugh at y'all, man. It's just funny to me. <laughs> I find this so funny because Paul grew up in Florida, so technically he is a Florida person, even though he <laughs> birthed by fires. He's in Michigan. He's he's no longer has the distinction of living here, but that's just a funny thing to me because like I, I think you did all your schooling in Florida, bro. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, man, these winners done changed me, man. <laughs> Put some hair on my chest. Yo, now I, I'm sure when you had to get the license to say Michigan, man, that's when all, that's when the whole world just got flipped upside down. Yeah, man, that's when it. That's when it. That's when it really became real, bro. And I'm actually out here looking for houses and stuff out here. I'm like, man, looks like Michigan got me for a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but that's crazy. I think. One of the cool things about that is since you are out there doing your own thing, it kind of ties into our guest, Mr. Cheyenne Bostic. He is what you like to call a, a, what, a renaissance man. He's got his own blog. He has his own book. He has his own podcast series. He really, really focuses on relationships and, of course, of course, how women, for the most part, can connect better to that man that they're trying to figure out. He's a self-made man, too, and he comes on and kind of breaks it down how he went from just one Facebook post venting to now having his little own business side of things where he deals it out for money, of course. Yeah, and it's cool because before he even started um, getting any kind of financial benefit from starting his uh, his brand, uh, his brand is called Ask dot uh, com is where you can find his info. Um, basically he started it out, you know, as a website where he would take everybody who would find him, give them advice and he would do it all for free. But basically all he asked in return was to give him a testimonial. And after the, after he got, you know, a year into the business, he had over a hundred testimonials. So when people, you know, go to his website or, or you know, find him on the internet, and the man already has a hundred testimonials. You know, everybody kind of does that thing where they look at the reviews, right? When they, you know, mm-hmm. want to know if they want to use a product. I think that was very beneficial that that man thought of that strategy, built his brand, and then now he's flourishing. 
Yeah, and I think the cool thing about him is that he 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 doesn't think quite normally as uh, as one would expect. I think one of the cool things about him is that he realized, hey, I'm a black man in this relationship uh, industry, giving out this advice. You know, there's so few people, you know, particularly for black men that are really giving out great advice like that. So I have to be aggressive and become an industry leader. And, you know, one of the things he talked about on the podcast is how, like, starting out, he was sure to be on point with the advice because he knew that if he were to able to get that, get over that hump and get into this niche, he could stand out. And it's kind of something that you no know, one really thinks about. Like, you know, if you start a business, you start up a project. You don't really think, okay, how can we be aggressive and progressive to make sure that we stand out? And he had that in his mind from the forefront. And really in the interview, you hear just how he's wired and how he was like, I'm going to make sure that when I step out this door, you know it's me. And you're not confused or deceived by anything else you might hear. Yes, sir. And then he's also, you know, building building his brand even more. He's hosting events in New York City. Uh, he's got little workshops for people in person. And it's interesting that uh, he was doing all this writing in the beginning and then he uh, switched up to the podcast game because he wanted people to hear his voice. So there's a lot for you guys in this episode, man. And uh, I'm really excited. I know Emilio is really excited to get this out to you. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, once again, we, we have this history of uh, whenever we have guests that we have to play tag with, the, the end result usually turns out pretty good. And, you know, <laughs> Shai is definitely on that list. So, man, listen, without further ado, let's get you up there so we can all figure out why you need to ask Shai B. All right. And today's guest, we have Mr. Cheyenne Bostock. He is a life and relationship expert. Shy, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Good to, good to be here, man. And we just wanted to get started. And can you just tell uh, our listeners what exactly is a um, relationship expert? So as a relationship expert, all I do is I help people cultivate healthier relationships. I get a lot of singles. I get a lot of couples. I get a lot of entrepreneurs who are interested in building stronger relationships. So I help them find a principle-based focus to accomplish that. Okay, okay. So that sounds like a straightforward answer. I want to ask you this, because I know a lot of people get you get this question that comes up a lot. But since you're an expert in the field, like what what do you think when you hear the phrase, the term, there's no more good men slash women out there? You know what? I hear that a lot. And I've created a eight-week workshop called Dating in the City. I think it's important specifically because I live in New York City. So I get that a lot. There are no good men in New York City or they're not looking to settle down. And I believe that's just simply not true. I believe that if you're someone of value, you're going to attract quality people everywhere you go. But what happens is a lot of people, they don't do the necessary work. So I have four things that I feel every person should work on to become the total package. They should work on themselves spiritually, emotionally, physically, and financially, when a person works on themselves in those four areas, they'll have no problem attracting quality people. Just imagine you meet a woman. She's got a relationship with God. She's over all of her exes. Her body looks great. And she's got money in the bank. You think she's going to have any issues attracting a man? No way, Jose. And the same thing for a man. You've got your body looking great, your money looking great, your emotions looking great, your spirit looking great. You're not going to have any issues attracting a woman. The problem is people are not working on themselves in those four areas. That's so true. That's usually kind of my thing when I was uh, single and on the prowl. I was like, well, 
you know, if I work on myself, if I get myself right, eventually, you know, a woman that is worthy would would uh, notice that and then we'd have that connection going. So I definitely agree that with all those principles. Absolutely. So I wanted to know, you know, what made you want to get into this line of work? I feel that everyone should follow their passion. And I remember when I was in middle school, I struggled with attracting women. Well, not, let me take that back. I didn't struggle with attracting women. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't master attracting a woman and keeping her attention. And I had my older brothers to witness. They would just walk up to a girl and they would walk away with her number or walk away with her. And I'd be like, how did they do that? How do they get the esteem and the confidence to just walk up to a woman like that? And it wasn't until later on in life, uh, high, late high school, college, that I realized my self-worth and my value. I started to look in the mirror and say, you know what, Cheyenne, you have nice eyes. You have a nice smile. You have a great personality. You have a sense of humor. Use those things to attract people. And as I started to get older and mature and grow on myself, it became so much easier to attract quality people. But I became passionate about this in college when I would talk to my boys about the strategies I would use to attract women, whether it's for, for personal or professional reasons. And I found myself just talking about it all the time, all the time. And then one day I got into a a rough, I had a rough experience with a, uh, one of my exes, a breakup. And I felt like uh, she was doing some things that were unacceptable in a relationship. And i give you an example. One day she posted on her Facebook, pimping ain't easy. Mm. And so I said, well, what did you mean by that? <laughs> and she said, oh, it's just a song. Uh, it's just a saying. I said, I know the saying. I know the song. But why did you post that on your profile? She said, you know what? I'm just going to delete you from Facebook so that you won't know what I'm posting about. And I said, oh, wow. So since we weren't friends on Facebook, I went to my Facebook friends and I said, hey, guys, what do you think about this? Your partner posts pimping ain't easy on their profile. You think that's acceptable? So that was just one post and hundreds of people would comment and like and share what I was putting on there. So I did it every single day. And I just started to talk about my life, my relationship, the thing that I was experiencing. And I found that there were so many other people going through the same exact thing. And when I saw people were clamoring to it and they enjoyed it, I said, you know what, let me take this to another level. I created a blog, and then within one year, I had over 25,000 subscribers, and I said, wow, I'm on to something here, and they would ask me, do you have a book, and I said, no, I don't have a book, so I turned those blogs into a book, and that book transformed into events. Next thing you know, I'm on television, radio, and newspapers, magazine. then I knew I had found my calling, and I always tell people, turn your passion into a source of income. If you don't love what you do, when you wake up and you go punch in, if you don't love what you're doing, you're not answering your calling. You need to follow your passion and purpose in life. And I found mine. And that sounds like a million dollar idea right there. That's crazy how you took some real life, you know, issue and found your segue into something that you're passionate in doing. Like, that's, definitely. That's, that's amazing. But I, I, I kind of wanted to throw it back now. You know, you kind of alluded to this, but like in your bio, you mentioned how you wasted years of your life listen to other people before you finally kind of got over it and took the, took the leap. Could you elaborate what you meant by that and then also tell our listeners how you overcame that obstacle? Definitely. You know, everybody has an opinion. Everybody feels that they have the answer to how you should be living your life. But the, but the reality is nobody knows what you went through. And using what you went through, being transparent about your life, is what's going to elevate you 
That's what's going to help you grow in your professional relationship and in your personal relationship. I once knew a clothing designer. I, I took a look at his website and I said, this website has no personality. You don't even have any pictures of yourself on there. There's no way you can grow and expand because you're not allowing your customers to get to know you. And he replied, well, I don't really want to share my story. I don't want to tell people about who I am. I said, but that's what's going to separate you from every other designer. Let's say, for example, you decided to design clothes because you grew up poor and you had no other choice. People want to know that story. That's why they're buying into your clothing line, because they can relate. That's why you can't listen to what other people are telling you. Sure, you can take their advice and use this to take it as a suggestion. But when it comes to making decisions in your life, you have to listen to one individual, and that's God. Because God will tell you what your calling is, what your purpose is in life. He'll tell you who to talk to, where to network, why to network. And it'll help guide your steps to your destiny. And that's that's very great. And I, I really, you know, I really love the the work you do and what you're about. And I wanted to know, you know, you, you found your passion and you're getting into your business now. Could you describe, you know, your first year in business and what hurdles did you have to o- overcome to gain more notoriety? Definitely. So my first year of business, I was solely focused on establishing myself as a brand. So here I am, a young black single dad, never married, talking about relationships. Just imagine the type of battles I went through trying to prove myself. So I didn't focus on making money. I wanted to establish myself as a leading authority, a thought leader. So what I did was I made myself available any time a person needed advice. They had my phone number. They had my email address. All I needed from them was a testimonial saying what I was able to do for them. So by the time I actually started to charge money for my services, I already had about 100 testimonials. Read this. Look at what I've already done for these people. They don't know whether I've, got paid, I've gotten paid from those individuals or not. All they knew was I was able to help change their lives. So I was focusing on establishing my brand before I was thinking about bringing in dollars. After I established myself, that's when I started to figure out streams of revenue that I could bring in, one-on-one coaching workshops, live events, book sales, motivational speaking, things of that nature. But it's so important to establish yourself. And what I mean by establish yourself is people need to know who you are as an individual, what you stand for, what's your life mission statement, what are your values, what are your beliefs. If you can get people to know and understand who you are and what you believe in, you'll establish trust. And when people trust you, they'll invest in you. Ooh, you got to break it down like the playbook. I I, I think I, I love that approach. How you realize, hey, if I want to make a dent in this um, business, in this industry, I have to become a dot leader. I can't just take the pedestrian way out. So, I mean, applaud it once again because, you know, you definitely showcase that aggressiveness and trying to take what's yours. But I think um what gets lost in that is like I'm sure you had some anxieties and some doubts. But what was the first sign that you kind of made the right choice in selecting the career path you're on? Well, I definitely knew that it was something that I was passionate about years before I even took on this endeavor. I would joke with my friends in college about, hey, listen, I'm going to write a book on relationships. And I actually started writing it. It was a notebook that I had for one of my classes. And I used a pencil. I'm sitting there physically writing out my book. I never used the material in that book, but I knew I wanted to write it. 
because I had so much experience from a male perspective, particularly why I wasn't marrying the women that I was um, connected to. There were reasons why I wasn't marrying them, why my best friends wasn't marrying the women that they were dealing with, why the men in my family weren't married, et cetera. And I would use all of this information like if only these women knew how we think, they would probably stop doing the things that they were doing because it's not working. Meanwhile, we're not telling them that it's not working because it'll affect our benefits, if you understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I knew that I was passionate about it, and I would just shake my head every time a woman would fall for something. I'm like, where is your father? Where is your leadership? Where is your mentorship? I said, you know what? I see an opening here. I see an opportunity. Now I'm going to take advantage of it by putting out valuable information that's going to help elevate the women in society. It sounds like you came in and, uh, and, and rescued them. <laughs> but you know something? Do you know something? For, for men and women, there are a lot of young men and women who didn't have father figures. I'm one of them. My father passed when I was one year old. You know how much further ahead I would be if I had a father figure or a mentor guiding me, helping me? So I want to be that to anyone who will listen. Anyone who will subscribe to my mailing list, read my blogs, listen to my podcasts, watch my videos, take my courses, show up to my events. I'm here to help each and every one of those individuals. I've created opportunities for you to get the information for free. So it's not about the money. All I want to do is help people grow. That's it. So if I can help you help people in the tens, the hundreds, the thousands, the millions, no problem. Just know that I'm not here for book sales. I'm here to change lives. Ooh, that's powerful right there. That's powerful. And I, I, I mean, I got to ride the wave of what you just said. You mentioned you had a podcast. So could you actually tell our listeners what inspired you to begin your Ask Shea B podcast? So the Ask Shy B podcast is it's pretty much so that people can hear my voice. I feel like my most powerful influence is my voice and my presence. And that's something that's been missing from my brand from, for a very long time because I've been tweeting a lot, blogging a lot, writing a lot, but people don't get to really hear me and see me. So that's why it's important that in any business that you have, you create ways for people to connect with you as a person. You can't just hide behind a computer. So I've even recorded an audio book for um, my first book, Food, Sex, and Peace of Mind, because I didn't want the ladies to just read it. I want you to hear the way I'm saying it. So when I say something like, listen, don't sleep with the man on the first night. He will not respect you. I repeat, he will not respect you. I need to emphasize that with my voice so you can understand and feel the power in it. So I feel like this this podcast will definitely help me to deliver that message in a more powerful way. I agree. And um, the podcast medium is 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 a growing medium. So um, for the for the listeners that are on the show, on that listening right now, check his check his podcast out. Ask Shy B. Uh, make sure you get those gems that he's dropping. Um, and I also wanted to to dive into. Um, you know, we we have a young audience, uh, mainly twenty five to thirty four. So I wanted to know, you know, what are some of the common mistakes you find young adults make in relationships? So we have to break that down in into male and female category. The reason okay. why I don't really touch on the males is because we know better. 
We know exactly what to do. And this is why I, I teach the ladies so much because it's like, ladies, you want me to give this advice to the men. And, but you have to understand something about men. Men don't want to be preached to. Men don't want lessons. Men don't want books on relationships. We don't want conferences. We don't want workshops. We don't want coaching and therapy. We don't want any, all we want is a woman. So I have to guide the women because that's where the men are going. Men aren't going to the library. Men aren't going to the bookstore. Men are going to the women. So if you want a man to treat you better, you have to make that a standard and a requirement. And that's one of the common mistakes that women make. They sit there and complain and say, he doesn't treat me right. What do you mean he doesn't treat you right? He treats you how you require him to treat you. If he's texting you, it's because you allow him to. If he sleeps with you and leaves, it's because you allow him to. If he doesn't treat you with dignity and respect, you allow him to. Now imagine if you shut down the P, you just close it up, <laughs> shut it down. Imagine how he'll treat you. You'll get two types of men. You'll get one man who's not going to tolerate it. He's going to walk away. Good riddance. Good for you. That's a win-win. And then you get the other man who's going to value you, respect you, and treat you the way you want to be treated. But the problem is these ladies, they can't wait either. They get frustrated. They get horny. They get tired of waiting. And they say, you know what? I need a release. So I'm going to select the closest thing to a to a respectable man and hope that he treats me well. No, it doesn't work that way. You got to hold out, ladies. You got to hold out. That's the only way he's going to respect you. If you give it up, he won't respect you. That's an easy equation. Simple. Give it up early. He won't respect you. Hold out. He will respect you. Now try it. Ooh, that might be the controversial uh, catch here, Belfordown, but I felt like we needed to go ahead and give that out. I know you uh, ladies are definitely going to lean in on that one a little bit closer. So um, now you have a stack resume with the blog, with the uh, podcast series, but, you know, you also are an accomplished author. So could you kind of describe you recently released your new book, A Brand New You. Could you tell the listeners what they can expect? And what has been reception you've gotten from it so far? Well, I've gotten a lot of feedback on how I've built my brand and how I've become a thought leader in this industry. And a lot of people want to know, how can I do it too? And that's where I developed this book, A Brand New You. Sometimes you have to reinvent yourself. When I was in college, I was known as a singer, a music artist, and a photographer. Then I switched it up on them. I said, no, that's not my calling and not my destiny. You know, although I love doing those things, I've been called to do something greater. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm an author. I'm a life and relationship expert. So when I switched it up on them, I had to regain trust. And that's what people need to understand about consistency. Consistency in your brand. If you want to establish trust, you have to be consistent. Every time you switch up your brand, you have to rebuild trust all over again. So you have to find what you're truly passionate about and determine whether or not that's your purpose in life. Everybody has a purpose and you have to stay in your lane. And that's what this book shows people how to do, how to find their passion, discover their purpose, and then brand that thing. Because turning your passion into income is the key to wealth. 
You're not going to get wealthy working that nine to that part time nine to five, that full time nine to five where you don't get full benefits. You never get a promotion. You never get a bonus. You have you can't decide when you want to take off and go to vacation. You can't determine your pay. You're on somebody else's schedule. You have to be creative and create your own thing where you have control over your destiny. And that's what this book is showing people how to do. Create a brand new you. Discover your passion and purpose in life. Awesome. And I, I hope the listeners uh, definitely cop that as well. Um, you know, you have a bunch of different services you offer as a, a life and relationship coach. Uh, could you just describe, you know, some of the services in, in case our listeners are thinking about reaching out to you? Definitely. So as a life coach, I simply help people get from point A to point B. A lot of people get stuck in life. They get stuck trying to figure out how do I lose weight? They get stuck saying, how do I get out of a relationship? How do I get into a relationship? How could I, how, how do I get into this new career? How do I start, start off being an entrepreneur? So I'm going to help you with strategic steps and a formula to help you achieve those goals. And that sounds like a, a great plan. And definitely something that people need. I know it's sorely needed. I would have to say just as a, you know, a, a different sort of question. Now, you've probably heard a lot of like weird scenarios and just, you know, unique, unique uh, love and relationship uh, problems. Could you kind of tell us if you could, like what has been maybe your the uniqueness of a particular situation you had to give thus far? Oh, this is perfect. I've created an online community on my website, AskShyB.com, and people post questions. It's a members-only community. People post questions. So today, I got a question. They actually posted it yesterday. I read it today. So a woman gets into a relationship with a man who's married, and she gets pregnant. Then she has the baby. Then she's trying to reach the husband. And he goes out of town or something. He's, he's, he's missing. And he doesn't want anything to do with the child or whatever. So she's seeking child support. So she can't get in touch with the guy. So she reaches out to the wife to take the <laughs> wife to child support. <laughs> and I'm like, the, the audacity, the audacity of this woman. And she's seriously, like, she said, she said on, the, on the blog, she said, um, I can't believe the wife isn't responding or she isn't cooperating. I need money. I can't, we, we need a place to stay and all that stuff. And she's not cooperating. So I responded to her. I said, listen, you need to get out there and get your own money. You need a stream of income for you and your child. Yes. One of those streams of income should be child support because this husband is just foul, but you also, that can't be your only stream of income. You can't be dependent on what you plan what you're planning on getting from some man. You need to be financially stable for yourself. And that's what a lot of single women need to understand. What makes a woman more attractive is your ability to take care of yourself. So if you can take care of yourself and I can take care of myself, that means when we come together, we have the time, the energy, and the willingness to take care of each other. That's how a relationship works. Mutually beneficial arrangement. Yeah, definitely, man. When you were describing that, I thought I was in like a Tyler Perry movie or something. Right? Plot twist. <laughs> oh yeah. I was waiting for the <laughs> mad black woman. Yeah, I was waiting for the light skinned dude to show up and save us. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy, but um, yeah, that that's pretty cool that you know you have a 
uh, kind of like a safe space for for people to go uh, that all come together who ask you questions. So um, that's really dope, and it, it seems like you've developed you know such a such a you know wide variety of things that you do. Um, I kind of want to know you know what's next for you. What, what's what's next on the docket? Well, that's what I'm. I constantly work on things every single day, and the purpose is to add more value. Just add more value. My target audience is single professional women age 25 to 45. And so I'm just creating more. So I recently created an e-course called True Love. And so the e-course consists of, it's a three-hour course broken down into 30 different videos on how single women can prepare themselves for a relationship. And I wanted to make this this e-course available to everybody at an affordable rate. So I made the e-course only $10 and it's available on my website, AskShabby.com. And that's just one of the things that I have uh, for the single ladies. I also have an eight-week workshop called Dating in the City, which helps helps single women prepare to get into a relationship as well. Um, I also have one-on-one coaching available, and I'm going to be doing a ladies' night out where uh, anyone can host a ladies' night at their home with food, drinks, music, and I'll come and for two hours do a workshop. I have books available for purchase and it'll be a great time to learn more about men and relationships please 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 check it out he's doing a lot of amazing and great things well man geez like shy you you, you've given us the the pamphlet the brochure the breakdown uh we once again just thank you for coming on to the show before we uh conclude today's episode we want to hit you with the famous educate hustle two piece real easy just the final two questions first one's the easiest I know you've already mentioned it before, but just give them a recap so they don't have to hit the rewind button. But how can the people connect with you? Everybody can connect with me directly on my website at www.askshyb.com. That's A-S-K-C-H-E-Y, the letter B, dot com. Once you subscribe to my website, you get a free one-hour audio download, single by design, the power of being single. And you can reach me on social media at askshyb. Ooh, okay. All right. So everyone, you got options, basically. You got options. And then the last question of the interview, no pressure, just the last question, just the last words our audience are going to probably remember from this interview. But what are some parting words that you can leave with our listeners today? Single ladies, I hope you're listening. Never look for a relationship, but always be ready for one. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. It's like, oh, I feel like you popped out of a treasure chest with that one. That is deep right there. <laughs> I, I mean, man, you, you've done it all. I think you've definitely gotten me and Paul more savvy on love relationships just by being near you, you know. So, I mean, shoot, it, it's, it, it was great having you on. We appreciate you stopping by. I know it took a while, but, you know, the best things come to those that wait, right? No doubt, no doubt. Better late than never. Definitely. And there you have it, folks. That was Shy B giving them relationship tips. Emilio, what you think, man? It was really good. I think that the cool thing about him is like he definitely talks like he knows what he's talking about. He has a lot of confidence, and he has that he has that uh, that that teacher 
uh, whimsical way of he's been through this. He he can give you the steps for it, and he has a game plan. I know there's a couple times when he was talking to me and Paul were just like, <laughs> you right. So that's I mean that's a good that's a good thing in an interview to be able to to relate, you know. And uh, I think he hit the nail on the head on a lot of things, and I can see why he's as popular as he says he is. So overall, I thought it was very informal. Thought he did a really good job, and I'm as always. I think that he showcased you know why he why he was a good guest for educate yeah man and i like uh his business strategy in particular where you know his first year in the game he was like you know what i'm gonna just focus on getting my brand and my image out there so he had you know people give him testimonials for the first year and then out of nowhere he was just like yo i got these all lined up and i'm ready to make some money so that was smart of him man i i, I really like that little tidbit you know, that's that's the good thing about it. Like, he definitely showcased a lot, and we're excited that he was on the show today. But anyways, enough gushing about him. Let's get to the main event. How you, yes, you, can reach us. Educate Us can reach you a variety of different means on social media. We are on Snapchat at Educate Hustle. That's all one word, Educate Hustle. There you post snaps, videos, just inspirational things to get you throughout the week and let you know about what we're doing and more. We are also on Instagram at Educate Hustle Podcast. Once again, that is Educate Hustle Podcast. There you'll see pictures and little inspirational memes done by Paul and myself truly just to get you hyped and ready to go for the day upcoming. We are also on Facebook. You can like our page at Educate Hustle. That's two words, Educate Hustle. You know you reached the right spot because you'll reach the logo that you guys all know and love. And now... Before I continue that plug, and I want to get to even more plugging. If you have not already, please review our show. It's easy to do. Just go to the iTunes app. If you have the phone, it's the Purple app. If you don't have the phone, you can do it on your computer. Search for Educate Hustle. And then once you are there, all you have to do is click our show icon and hit the review tab in the middle of the screen. And you write a review, letting everyone know how good we are. We're not here to tell you what you should rate us, but we think a five is the best thing for everyone involved. Anyways, time to stop that plugging and to go back into our initial plugging. We are also on Twitter at Educator underscore Hustle. Once again, it's Educator underscore Hustle. There we do tweets and daily interactions just to let people know how what we're up to and what Educator Hustle is doing at the current time. And then last but not least, if you feel compelled to... Tell us how we did and that our show was great and that you want to be a part of the show or you want to collab with us or even beyond the show. You can email us at educatehustlepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is educatehustlepodcast at gmail.com. All right, man. You know what time it is, man. You got to lead us out, bro. Lead us out. People, 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 please just just have fun with life. Don't take things too seriously. You can still make a difference and still be the change you want to be. When Cheyenne was out here telling us about his business, he let it be known that he's not going to take no for an answer. He was aggressive. He wanted to become a dot leader because he wanted to be respected. You have to go out and have fun, but also do what you can to be respected to make sure your craft is still within reachable goals. And as always... You got to stay educated and keep us.